Hello there, my name is Alin Buda and this is my attempt to share my thoughts on various subjects from building better digital products to the rise of AI and alien invasion. So yeah, stick around, it might get interesting. Hello everyone, I hope by now you still have some resource to stay sane, to, to be enjoying those who can actually work from home, to enjoy working from home, for those who cannot, to not be too stressed. So for this episode, I would like to talk about what I believe it should be the new normal as soon as the lockdown is over and we can return to our activities regular activities, including our jobs. So I would like to talk a bit about this from the digital design perspective as a job, which in these times proved to be uh, sustainable in a remote type collaboration. And for that reason, I think it is worth acknowledging that the consequences of this isolation and the work from home uh, policy for many companies has been bringing up, and I hope is not just a temporary thing, brought up uh, an opportunity to actually test the idea of uh, commuting less and uh, working more and probably have time to think about what we do a bit more rather than spending three hours commuting every day as I did for the last five years or so previous to the, con to the actual contract to not waste uh, your energy and also Financially, I can say uh, it's not a joke. Uh, 400 pounds per month only to travel to London is uh, it's quite an expense. So from that perspective, I think it is again some sort of uh, again the fact that we can work remotely, those in digital. And probably this would be a good time to realize that for the first time in a long time, we can work uninterrupted. Which means, of course, you can respond to your messages on Slack or emails on Skype or Zoom or whatever you, tools you use to get in touch with your team as a designer. But for the first time in like forever, you don't have to wear your headphones while you sit in front of the machine. Because there's no other 150 people on the floor trying to communicate at the same time sometimes. So it is not noise, there's no noise, there's no distraction. So finally, you can wake up and work as soon as you want to work or stay late or 
have a break in the middle of the day if that's possible, if you work by yourself mostly, and work later when you get inspired. So you do your work, the, the work you, you, you are assigned, it's assigned to you or you promise to do or whatever, the tasks I assign to you and so on. But for the first time in like forever, we have this context, which is for a lot of us is new. I, I can't talk for myself now because I've been working remotely for the last 18 months or so. So I kind of got used to this type of collaboration. I'm really happy about this. My productivity increased a lot because I don't have to stress about commuting. I don't have to stress about who's going to pick up my my daughter from, from school, who's going to bring her to school, who can cook for her. Is she okay if she's not feeling well? Is anybody available to pick her up from school in the middle of the day or I don't know? Or bring her to her whatever extracurricular activities like karate and ballet and piano or whatever other lessons she's taking after hours. So I don't have to worry too much about that because it's a lot easier to organize if I don't have to be in London. So from that perspective, I think I can see the benefits. At the same time, I'll try to be very short, but come back a bit to the office environment. The open, the open office uh, environment, open plan uh, environment is a gimmick in my view. It's not only uh, something unnecessary, but sometimes is uh, counterproductive. We shouldn't have it. It is annoying and it's disturbing and is reducing the capacity of work, capacity of concentration, capacity of focus, whatever you want to call it, overall reducing productivity by a lot because you get interrupted sometimes by colleagues who want to talk to you, which is not, which is understandable. We work in, in teams, we need, we are dependent on each other, but the physical presence in the room it is going to be very different from a message on slack which you can ignore for the next five minutes if you want really want to finish your idea you don't have to answer that so to summarize in a way the very fact that we have now a context where we cannot go to the office means we don't have to spend, as I had to, around 400 and something pounds per month for transportation. Waste sometimes more than three hours to commute to London, door to door, and to be annoyed, distracted by the noise in the office. So I would say apart from the opportunity to actually um, work on our discipline and uh, on our processes, figure out a way how to work independently a bit more, uh, how to communicate without 
disturbing the rest of the team, being mindful that the attention is so fragile and good ideas and good work cannot be done when interrupted. So if we take all this into account, I guess this is an important time. These are important times where we can actually take this uh, learning from this experience, whoever can go through it, and let's try and apply it as soon as the pandemic is over and the society is going to open up and people can travel. Maybe we should think twice, should I go back to the office or should we as, I don't know, as a team, as a company, regardless of how big or small, shouldn't we actually reduce the stress? Shouldn't we reduce the friction if possible? Because I do understand the argument that if I stay home, I don't spend those 400 pounds that will go to Southeastern and probably another five to 10 pounds per day for food at uh, Pret-a-Manger or whatever uh, restaurants or whatever uh, fast food or something where I'm buying every day. That's something that you contribute to economy. But at the same time, the downside of this is the abuse on resource, the tension, the pressure we put on infrastructure, and in our situation right now on the spread of a virus. So at the end of the day, what I can say that we can take away from this is that the new normal cannot and it should not be the old normal. We cannot return to what we had previously this pandemic. I think there is a lot to learn. I think it's a lot to experiment, mostly at the individual level, because I think this type of collaboration depends a lot on the capacity of self-discipline, um, uh, being able to uh, learn to collaborate via whatever digital channels we have uh, available and build on this as a concept, which means probably would be good to have a serious conversation at the executive level where the CEOs and the managers of companies, they will start to acknowledge the fact that spending a lot of money for rent in the offices in central London maybe can be avoided. Maybe we can have, instead, if you have 100 people on the floor, maybe you should have only 50, which means you can have a half of that floor, probably close to half of the rent and expenses. Make sure that the employees have access to good internet connections and good machines so they can be productive. But apart from that, I think we can uh, use in a better way or create new tools 
that can uh, uh, monitor the activity and uh, improve communication so the tasks are resolved, so the, the, the problems are actually uh, getting a solution in uh, uh, the, the, the job that needs to be done at the end of the day, it is done. So right now we can experiment on that and as soon as the pandemic is over, we have an opportunity to actually introduce a new type of collaboration, a new type of work, which will definitely have a lot more positive effects than downsides because there is something that we, we keep we keep ignoring, and that's the resource, that's the environment. And previous to pandemic, everyone in the UK knew about the level of pollution in London, but everyone had to be in London. And for me, this was not obvious until I had the opportunity to work in the current contract and I was going to London once or twice a month for a workshop, for a meeting, or just to catch up with the rest of the team to go out for uh, some food or some drinks. Then it was so obvious to me that this type of collaboration, at, and I'm again, I'm talking about those who work in digital environments, as I do, they do design, they do stuff related to digital technology, something that can be done away from an office, which are quite a lot in London. The number of digital projects is staggering. The projects, the, 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 the number of people working on, on those digital projects, there in the hundreds of thousands in London. If you could take away those hundreds of thousands every day, away from the infrastructure, away from... I don't know, from the noise, from the pollution in London, and just let them be at home, be able to look after their families, go for a run in the morning, save those whatever tens of or hundreds of pounds every month that they would use on commute. I think that will pay back very soon. That will soon, on the long term, will return to the employer into better uh, work, into happier employees, into, I don't know, well-being, if that matters, and as at the same time, less pollution, less pressure on resources. So, I don't know if I ask too much or not, but... I'm just putting out there the idea of we have the opportunity to do something. If we lose this opportunity and as soon as we open back the society and the lockdown is over and we find a vaccine, hopefully soon, if we get back to the city, we will forget in the month or two, we will forget up until the next pandemic that actually we can be efficient, work from home, save money, save energy, and 
be productive. But for this to happen, I think this conversation needs to be brought up to the right level, to the executive level. Those eager managers that they really want to see people on the floor, so they, they have the illusion that they work better while they are somewhere on the floor, then I think that's, that's where we need to work on. Because I wouldn't hire anyone just to, be, to, to see him in, in the same room as I am. I am more interested in what's producing, how I can benefit from his knowledge. So in this respect, I think it is time for everyone to actually look at ourselves, have an uh, introspection and figure out a way to discipline our focus, to discipline our behavior so we don't let ourselves to get distracted and get the job done. If all this happens, if the conversation at the executive level, at the government level, uh, and of course, together with all the employees, if this conversation happens, I think we have a good way to start a new, a new, how, could, how can I call it? I don't know. To start a new era in work, in collaboration where 9 to 5 is going to be obsolete, where finally you can hire anyone, you will open up to hire to anyone pretty much because the location is not going to matter so much. And then I can see only benefits from there. Because I, if, I would be, if I would have been able to actually get a contract in the UK while I was living in Eastern Europe, in Romania, I would have probably never left Romania. I wouldn't have had to leave an almost empty house, which I purchased, and I have to pay for, to maintain it, to repair it, to, you know, pay the taxes on it, and travel to the UK, away from my family and friends, away from the things that I care about and rent an apartment which makes no sense because it is fantastic to be able to experiment a society but at the end of the day I could have experimented a bit of UK if I would travel for a month in the summer and be with friends here it wouldn't have been necessary for me to actually move house to, again, as I said in earlier, leave behind my family and friends, unable to be there when actually they need it. So the effects of this pandemic, I would say, at least for myself, for now, feels like it's encouraging me to follow this idea that Perhaps someday we are going to be able to remotely collaborate, but at a larger scale, not at just small scale as we do it right now. We did it before the pandemic. Right now, during the pandemic, we can actually test if this works at a larger scale. 
And as we can see, for most of us that work in digital, this is a viable solution, which means less energy spent in one place, less pressure on infrastructure, less stress. And from my point of view, it's increasing the quality of life. So yeah, I'll stop now. I'll leave, I'll leave this idea with you guys. Uh, feel free to reach out and uh, let me know if this is something that you want uh, to uh, further discuss. I'll have probably this conversation together with Anthony Conboy on his podcast soon. But uh, up until next time, goodbye.